So we've been working our way through the whole book of 1 Corinthians, and we've seen that pretty much every problem we have in our world today, they had in their world back then. But looming behind them all, behind all of these problems, is one big problem that we have yet to speak of at all. A twisted worldview, a fundamental failure to understand how the world really works, an ancient heresy called Gnosticism. Now, although we believe Gnosticism is behind many systems of thought that we have in our world today, Gnosticism itself is a pretty obscure, complex, and weird branch of philosophy. So we thought to ourselves, what better time to explore it than on the most important day of the year, in a 10-minute talk designed to bell curve somewhere around the fourth grade. Short version, Gnosticism with a G, like a GNU. They, uh, the Gnostics, the Gnostics believe that matter, physical stuff, didn't really matter all that much. Physical things were of far less importance than spiritual things, far less lasting and certainly far less holy. Spiritual things holy, physical things not so much, which led to a question in Corinth, What then shall I do with my body? Gnostic option number one. Whatever you like. Doesn't matter. You can do anything with your body that you like. In the words of Sheryl Crow, if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. But as we've seen, that for a world that was supposed to be happy, they spent a lot of time fighting and falling out about things. There was a lot of hurt, and a lot of shame in Corinth. In a world that was supposed to be free, there was shame. So just like many in our world today, people back then were looking at their lives, feeling like something was missing. Perhaps there's more to life than this. In her celebrated 1996 commentary on Gnosticism, Cheryl Crow continues... If it makes you happy, then why are you so sad? Well, a second group of people said, the reason why your quote-unquote happiness is making you feel sad and your quote-unquote freedom is making you feel shame is because your basic concept is correct. Your basic Gnostic idea is correct. Physical things and spiritual things are indeed entirely separate. But your strategy's all wrong. It's a strategy problem. You see, your body keeps on getting you into trouble. So you have a brief window of time to do something with it, to fix your body. You have to do something drastic right now, something difficult, something that hurts. You must mortify your flesh and whip it into shape. Do something to transcend your body and turn your body into a spirit to make it good. Now, it will not make you happy, but it will pay off in the end, said this group of people. Some of the very early Gnostics, they lived alone in the desert on pillars for years on end. Uh, Others tried to chain themselves to rocks, or they lived off of grass and the drippings from the ceiling, to quote another 90s song. The idea being, if it hurts you in some way and hurts your body, then it must be good for you somehow. Gnostic option number one, do what you like. If it makes you happy, 
do what you like. And if it doesn't really make you happy, just pretend like you feel okay. Gnostic option number two, do what you hate. It will not make you happy, but it will set you free in the end. Those are the big two ideas swirling around in first century Corinth. And I suggest to you this morning, those are the big two ideas swirling around in our culture today. And to help me illustrate this problem in a slightly more child-friendly way, I need a volunteer. And before you volunteer, don't worry, I'm not going to make you do anything or at least consume anything gross. I just need you to help me make something gross. Will anyone, come on then, yeah, go on, come and help me. Excellence. <laughs> Let's give a round of applause. This, by the way, is the new confirmation class that we've been trialing, isn't it, Ben? <laughs> All right, he's going to emerge in a second, and uh, I've got my little blender here. How far is it? Yeah, come on up. That'd be great. It says release. I hope I've pressed the right one. <laughs> I have. Right. Um, be warned, Miss Cat cut herself on this thing. It's exceedingly sharp. You're going to help me today demonstrate the fun blender. Okay, and in the fun blender, we're going to put all sorts of fun things. Let's trade places a little bit. Um, let's take this, this one here, this red box, first of all. Can you show everybody what's on it? Uh, it's a happy meal, isn't it? That's going to make everyone happy. Let's chuck it in. Let's put it in there. Empty, well, not the whwhole thing. Maybe um, <laughs> let's, put the, let's put the fries in. Tip them all in. That's great. Yeah, well done. Great. You can just throw this stuff at me. Uh, put what's the burger in there? Let's put that in there. It's a happy meal. Um, there we go. Chuck it in. That'll be fine. Just put it in whole. That'll be good. Mind your hands. Uh, there's the Coke there. Put the Coke in. Let's try that as well. Um, no, no, no. Not that one. The other one. <laughs> yeah, just tip it all in. It'll be fine, probably. Um, Sunday dream. Aren't we living the dream this Sunday? Let's uh, put a squidge of that in as well. This is, the, this is the concoction that many in our culture are consuming. Well, that's good. Um, well done. Uh, this, this is the Hershey bar. What worries me about this a little bit is it says treat for me. It's designed to be eaten alone. And it says screen snack. This is the ideal thing to do on your own while you're scrolling on your cell phone. America, what has happened to you? You are a great nation. Put a couple of chunks in that end. There we go. Wonderful. Well done. Um, here we go. This is a good one. Um, this one's called Holy Fudge, which is kind of fun. Uh, that's for the Episcopalians. I'm going to rip that up and put it in there. This one's called Traditional Satan. Um, that's for the United Methodists. That's just a joke, by the way. Ben, I'm going to need some help. Um, I mean, it comes pre-blended. Can, oh. um, can you kind of open that yeah. for me? Thanks very much. All right. Um, I know, I've got one more thing. That's going to be kind of fun as well, actually. Um, Preacher whipped out a knife in here. Life savers. Yeah, that'll, that'll save your life. Put a few of those in as well. All right, great. Now, Miss Nikki, who works in the office, she brought this stuff as well. Thanks, Ben. Let's, can we put some traditional Satan in there as well? That'll be fun. I mean... It says it on the packet. Who's buying this? Who's like, oh, I'm going to feed on Satan? Anyway, uh, this is a drink that Miss Nikki brought to the office. It's Dr. Pepper, strawberries and cream. Uh, bizarrely, we have a little bit extra left over. I'm worried about this one. So just don't put too much in because I don't want it to foam over. There we go. Yes, it needs a lid. Thank you. Good, good commentary. Uh, we're going to put the lid on now. And you're going to... Uh, the reason why we've chosen this one is because it clicks in. Okay, right. Press that and see what happens. 
What, 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 what? Hold it down. Oh, yeah, good idea. And then maybe press this one, see what happens. Oh! All right, there we go. No, you're not going to drink it. <laughs> You'll be fine. This is the happy meal. This will make you happy. This is all the happiest stuff that America has to offer. Isn't it delightful? Let's go over here. Let's see if we can make a different kind of a meal. Now, this one um, is a little bit more Gnostic option number two. This is more of a challenging meal, I think, uh, perhaps a little bit more difficult to consume. And uh, let's see. We twist this off. Right, let's begin. This is healthy for you. This is good for you. This is really going to really fix your day. Let's put a bit of this kombucha in as well. Let's see what goes in there. Yeah, t twist the top. I defizzed it. Maybe don't put too much in because I don't trust this one as much. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, that'll do. That's already pretty gross. All right, um, let's start just chucking things in. Let's see, we've got something here called immunity boost. Uh, everyone wants immunity. Let's put a bit of that in. Whoops. Uh, what have you got there? What's it called? Wellness rescue. Wellness rescue. There we go. That'll make you healthy. This is called stay well, in case you're not already. Let's put a bit of that in there as well. Oh, yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? What's that there? Garlic, greens, and red pepper. Garlic, greens, and red pepper kimchi. That is... There's like an actual... There's like an actual punishment section in Giant Eagle where they sell this stuff. This is fermented, <laughs> fermented foods for all. Anyone can eat this, apparently. That's lovely, isn't it? It's not, not just people in a health kit. You're not coming out. Let's see if you can get a chunk of it in there. I've got some fermented. Oh, yeah, it is. Don't get splashback. There we go. Well done. Um, let's put some of this in. Oh, that's delicious. Um, what else have we got, Logan? What's well, it called? Well, yes, power, veggie chili. Well, yes, power. Excellent. Let's put some of that in. And Mr. Ben's health greens blend superfood as well. And then uh, I think probably we're done. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Lovely. There. Um, that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, Mr. Ben got a, Oh, nearly forgot. Spinach as well. Excellent. It's not healthy without spinach. Now you're Popeye, basically. Okay. Should we use the lid? Okay, give it, give it a blend. Your parents are worried. Just press uh, one of these. I don't know. Why is there so many buttons? Press that one. Oh, it pulses. Yeah, more power. More power. Okay, that'll do. Wonderful. Uh, and that is your work done. You're now safe to go. A round of applause for our volunteer. One of these meals is guaranteed to make you happy. One of these meals is guaranteed to make you sad. Um, let's see what they look like, shall we? Let's see what comes out of this particular meal. Um, ooh. Surprisingly heavy. Let's see. Happiness in a cup. Let's see what we got here. Yeah, it's not too bad, is it? It's going to be a challenge, Ben. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I've lost my cups. Here we go. Yes, we're going to do it all again at the second service. Bear with me. Oh, now, actually, it smells a bit better than the first one. <laughs> 
Would anybody like to try one of these delicious drinks? <laughs> would you really? Are you serious? Well, I'm not going to... Would you really? Which one would you like? Come on. A round of applause. <laughs> All right. Wait, 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 wait. Look, there's a little camera there. Look, this will be saved forever. So, um, one of these drinks designed to make you happy. This is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Live life to the full. One of them designed to kind of mortify the flesh and at least make you live a bit longer. Uh, uh, can you do a drum roll not using a drum, Mr. Fire? Three, two, one, let's go. No, 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 you're, you're good. No, I'll, I'll give you in a minute. I've got to try something else. Um, my one tastes very pre-digested. It's certainly awful. Um, these are the big two options. These are the Gnostic options, number one and number two. You do something to indulge the flesh, have as much fun as you can possibly have, live life to the full, and you can have a great time. You need to mortify the flesh and do something difficult and punitive, and if you do enough of this, then maybe God will like you in the end. Those are options one and two. The thing is, actually, more often than not, what happens in this world is that people tend to make a bit of a blend of the two. Um, people tend to overdo it a bit and then feel guilty and try and make up for it by, you know, behaving themselves for a few weeks, but it's not long before they slip back into their old ways. And then they go, oh, no, I feel really bad, and they kind of mix it up a little again. And um, I wonder if anyone would like to try this drink. <laughs> Do you want to give it a whirl? <laughs> well, Josh Gurdies was supposed to come and drink this, and he's, he's legged it. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Your parents would kill me. No, no. <laughs> Fox Chapel Area High School Lunch. Yeah, that's good. I, um, no tithers kids are allowed to drink this. Ben, you're going to be well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> this, this is what I get for having Easter Sunday off from preaching. So, <laughs> bottoms up, friends. That's water. Oh. <laughs> right. I feel... Yes, watch the blender. No, I mean, we are going to do a building renovation soon. This carpet will be the first thing to go. Back to the plot. What there is of it. This is the key to happiness. Indulge yourself. Have some fun. This is the key to happiness. Put up with some difficult things, work harder, and maybe it'll pay off in the end, or a mix of the two. Here's the problem with both of these drinks, church. One of them promises happiness, and it makes you sad. One of them promises misery, and it succeeds. But in the end, neither of these options, Gnostic option number one or two, does any lasting difference at all. One of these drinks will make you die a few years early, if you live off it. Go and watch the movie Supersize Me. This will give you about six weeks, actually, to live. One of these drinks might extend your life just a little bit, maybe. But it's not going to be very much fun. And you're not going to live forever. And I'm going to leave that alone. It's too risky. Paul says there's a much deeper problem, actually. One that is both physical and spiritual. A problem that encompasses all things. And he puts it this way in 1 Corinthians 15, 21. By a man came death. 
puts it another way in the next verse. In Adam all die. By which he means, because we all sin, all of us, and from the first sinner, all of us have lived in a world of sin, no amount of happy meals are going to make you happy. And no amount of good works are going to work. They're not going to make a lasting difference. If indulging yourself all the time or behaving yourself all the time really worked, where are all the 10,000-year-old people? Where are they? Paul calls this strategy, verse 17, a futile faith. We have a vanishingly short window of time, he says, a brief opportunity to find another way. There is just one way. He says in verse 3, Christ died for our sins. We could translate that word and spend an entire series on that word, died. What does it mean that God himself died? Well, for it to be true, first he must have been alive. Spiritual perfection took on flesh, got a body inhabited this weakness and the shame of our flesh. The Gnostics spent all of their time trying to escape their bodies, and here's God taking one on so that he could redeem it by his works, not ours. And then having died unlike anyone else ever, he was raised on the third day. We could do a whole series on the word raised. Death could not hold Jesus Christ. The risen Lord Jesus says in Revelation chapter 1, after his death, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I hold the keys of death and Hades in my hand. Verse 20 says, The resurrection was just the first fruits of something even greater. The first fruit was the first sample of a crop, the first grape in a vineyard, when there were many. It's like the farmer seeing that the harvest is ripe tastes just one piece of fruit to determine what all of the others must be like. What happened to Jesus on resurrection day as the first fruits of a harvest can happen to any one of us. How? For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. The word in is the significant word here. If you're going to underline one, underline that. Our happy meals and our punishment drinks cannot change the fundamental fact that we're all in Adam. That's our default state. Not just our bodies, not just our souls, but all of it, everything about us and this world as well. Therefore, everything passes away. Any one of us, though, can become in Christ. As Ben said at the beginning of this service, that changes everything. The resurrected Jesus Christ took on and took away our sins. And he offers us something new, something fresh, something clean that you actually want. He offers a new life just like his. The minute you turn to him, that life is complete. It is sealed. And then just like his, when you die, you get even more life and become even more alive. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we're foolish people bouncing between indulgence and control. A sort of yin and yang. 
of good and bad and overdoing it and regretting it and compensating for it and hating it and giving ourselves indulgence again and then going back and forth and back and forth. And Lord Jesus, we're spiraling. But I thank you that you stepped into this world, took on flesh for the purposes of redeeming it. And having died, you rose from the dead as the first fruits of those who are in you. Lord Jesus, we therefore turn to you afresh today. In your name alone. Amen.